1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of New Money with Spencer in Solo. I'm Solo Cisse, and today we have a very special episode planned for you guys. We're gonna be hosting the OG reality TV stars, the Victor Twins from Bad Girls Club. They're gonna give us a little bit of a sense of what it was like on the show, what they've been doing since, and what they aim to do with their platform going forward. So again, thank you guys for tuning in, and enjoy the show.
2: What's up, everybody? This is Spencer Dinwiddie.
1: And I'm Solo Cise. And, and we're
3: this the is Victor Twins. <laughs> Danny, he that has is, to do the intro. Yeah, fit nah, hey, hey, together. the He's best the, part about this is him.
2: I want you to keep rolling. So you see my posture is probably a little more nonchalant. What you may not know is we actually have filmed this episode before, but yes. there were too many swear words, and so we're doing it again.
3: So excited to be here. <laughs> so and happy right now. We had
2: the Victor Twins. <laughs> There we go. To that point, Danny lives in LA, Gabby lives in Boston. Honestly, for those that don't know, I mean, I know a little bit about you because over the last several days, we've spoken a lot. Introduce yourselves because you guys are an eclectic, interesting, just ball of energy, quite Do we have to introduce
1: themselves or do they introduce themselves as an ensemble? Like, what do we get today? Well,
3: I'm Danny. And I'm
0: Gabby. And, and we're the Victor, Victor twins. Oh, that was kind of nice. Oh, point. boy. point.
3: Actually, high five. We really nailed
0: that.
3: Um, nailed it. We were on Bad Girls Club, which is a reality show that was actually reality before reality became whatever reality. it is right yeah. now, just no, scripted Tiffany nonsense. Pollard. But I'm saying our show was actually like real reality. Yeah, it wasn't We scripted. actually got our ass beat on
2: there. Oh, so you had like real bruises speed. in there. Oh, it. yeah.
3: Yep.
2: Was that before the BBLs or after?
3: Oh, definitely before. Before, yeah. Oh, they, so you had no they actually came up opinion. with the name Spongebob Square Twins. And that's why we <laughs> wanted a BBL. And then I was like, Spongebob, <laughs> no more. And I went straight to Miami and got my behind done. Was that by Dr. Botched, Miami? Yeah. Or was, oh. Yeah. He, botched he botched us. He botched you. Yep. So anyone watching this, do not go to Dr. Miami. I have uneven hips and uneven butt cheeks. I fixed my butt, so I love my butt now.
2: So the crazy part about this is really like, the only surgeon that I probably do know in life, well, besides orthopedic, uh, is Dr. Miami, because obviously he's all on Instagram, but you said he didn't do a good job. Oh, oh
3: no. no. If I showed you my before now, I was just like, Will.
2: Oh, thank you, thank you, off camera.
3: <laughs> I'm just kidding, I put it on social media, and went viral, oh, really? actually on TikTok. Really? I, did a, I literally told We have TikTok. a YouTube video yeah. about it, it has like 600,000 views about and our. nightmare t- experience with him, so. And on TikTok, I wow. basically explained, hey, if you're interested in getting a BBL, do not go to Dr. Miami. Then I put the doctor that revised my butt, and it went viral. It was like 800,000 He He's more concerned about like being funny for Snapchat than actually like giving me the butt that I paid hey, for. I said, hey, I'm tiny. Can you not give me something that makes me look like I have a cement off? Oh. Oh. Oh.
2: <laughs> oh, you said oh, aww, that's good. You altered it for the camera. I really yeah. appreciate that because, for those of you that don't know, on New Money by CoinDesk, and I actually see one of our producers laughing at whatnot, Once again, part of the reason why we had to reshoot this episode, besides the fact that they wanted me to change my hoodie, is that we swore a little bit too much. So we had a little bit- I
3: swore a little too much. Gabby was like, beep!
2: Accountability is perfect. Beep,
3: beep, beep, beep. Say a couple words, beep.
2: Normally when we have creators or influencers or or whatnot on the show, they've talked about YouTube being the primary source of income. They talked about Instagram as a big app, Um, obviously TikTok, Twitter, whatever, but we haven't really heard the mention of Wave. So can you explain to us a little bit about what Wave is?
3: Wave is basically It's a, a third-party app. Yeah. It's a, only it's a website. It's not an app. I'm sorry, I take yeah. that back. It's only a website. It's not an app. I don't know why they don't have an app. They should get an app. But basically, we tell our YouTubers or our Instagrammers or whoever Swipe to up, pay the $3.99. A month, though. Our- It's residual money every yeah. month. Every and month. month. And you
1: guys do it jointly,
3: right? Yeah, yeah together, mm-hmm. yeah, as the Victor twins. Right. And then- we yeah. post videos on there, but it's like, We've been I took all this my personal though. content off of YouTube and I only post it on Wave and I turned my YouTube into true crime. Really? And I just retell some murder stories.
2: <laughs> so, I mean, how would that kind of differ from OnlyFans, for example?
3: OnlyFans? I did OnlyFans for like three months just to see if I could do it without selling nudes. And I made like a few racks, a lot of racks, actually. Like, I think 10 grand in like three months. And then I was like, this is cool. And then the messages got really... Intense. Yeah. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I haven't. And I yeah. still have 20 subscribers and I haven't posted in like a year and a half.
1: So passive income.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah. every month I have like that extra $60. I'm like, you guys are stupid. Why right? are you made, still here? I made uh, OnlyFans and I had it for four months. Never posted any nudes. I only did like laundry that was like I used to post like, my nipples. Am I allowed to say that?
2: Just go for it. Al-
3: I used to post like mesh tops where you can see a lot online for free on instagram and then i was no. like only fans came out and i was like well i'm gonna start charging for this that i used to post for free i had for it sure. for five months and i made twenty seven thousand dollars off not being what? explicit mm-hmm.
2: hey listen that's i know I was those are those and are and pretty um accurate numbers usually when people are on the show they don't necessarily give the yeah, detailed number so we appreciate the authenticity oh. i mean no in terms of monetization though like that's pretty dope that you were you were that transparent and did you guys invest that money back into yourselves, your social media, your business, or did you invest it in any money?
3: I don't, or, I've never invested money into anything but myself, savings really, account. I've spent it, like, on rent. It's expensive out here.
2: I mean, shoot, not Rent and
3: bills. It adds up.
2: <laughs> that's fair. I mean, I, I guess in, in a sense, though, right? Like, where you guys stay and a certain lifestyle that you uh, maintain and portray, like, is part of investing in you know, you guys have it. And then also a persona on social media. So it helps you guys actually see investment returns, just being able to have a a nice apartment, et cetera.
3: I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like with my social media in particular, I should be making like over six figures a year. The present, like I will get crazy views on my story. The other day I had 50,000 views on my story. I uploaded a picture, didn't even get 10,000 likes. Mm-hmm. Not even a hundred comments. Why do you
1: think there is yeah. that?
3: I just, feel like I, mean, I just feel like I have, instead of having that hardcore, like, I love you fan base, it's more like, I'm watching you because I fucking hate you. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's not like... But,
2: so what if what if actually it's not the negative, but it's the positive? What if they're like saying like, hey, like, we watch you, we like to consume your content. We're just not necessarily completely sold on that story.
3: But like, how do you, what, we're not trying to sell anyone...
0: Any Instagram, yeah. anything.
3: I don't promote clothing brands. I post pictures because I think I look fly. What am I trying to sell to anyone other than, hey, I look good today? I would get it if we were you like know. brand ambassadors. Yeah. Like we were actually using our platforms and getting those bags. Yeah. And then someone would have to be convinced of what we're selling. Um, We're not selling anything. So, so it's yeah. either you, so you like guys, us or you don't.
1: You guys take an approach of being your guys' selves, right? Like yeah. Yeah. people come on the show and they like try to cater to their fan base or like yeah. to brands yeah. and stuff like that. You guys would say, you get to be your authentic self, but it may not always hit with like, yeah. the fan base. Like, can you talk about why you guys chose to go about that way? Like, is that just your guys' personality? No, like, I mean,
3: if I could get the brand deals, yeah. Like, we don't get it. It's weird. Like, I just... No, I that's, like not, almost, that's like, not what he's asking. He's asking why we chose to be our authentic selves on social media as opposed correct. to being... Because we've what? always been that. Even when we did Bad Girls Club, we always went in there being ourselves. So I would never, I don't care for any amount of money, would ever change who I am for anybody. It's funny because I was just having a conversation with your friend earlier out there while we were waiting to come out here. and I said something to him. I said, you look kind of like a player. And he asked me, well, why do I look like a player? And I go, well, why do people come to my Instagram and assume whatever about me? You know, we all make assumptions. And I go, when you meet people, like when I meet you or I meet you, how do I know that I'm getting the true, authentic you as opposed to the version of yourself that you think you need to show me. And I never want to live like that. She don't want to live no. like that. I just want to give you exactly who I am at 24 hours a day and I don't have to be like, okay, wait, who do I have to be today? How do I have to impress oh, these people? Or what person did I say I was like this around and what did I tell the other person? Like, I don't ever yeah, want to do that. Like, I don't want to. It's either you like me or you don't. And same with online. Like, it's funny because Gabby gets so much more affected by hate than I do. I do, yeah. I'm like so unaffected by it. I just hit the block button. I'm super emotional. Like when she gets one hate comment, like on New Year's Eve, it was really bad. She had like a full blown panic attack on New Year's Eve because our numbers got leaked. Uh, The reason I stopped posting on OnlyFans was because all my content, even though I specifically only sold content that I don't care if it got leaked, but it was getting leaked and people were seeing it for free on this blog site that I'm not even going to plug because I don't want anyone to go there. But for instance, like if we do Galaxy, what safe routes are you going to take to make sure that we don't get haters that come on Galaxy, pay for our stuff, and then... We will always have haters. No, but I'm saying... At least they're paying for the stuff.
2: You know, part of the way we build our app is is based on security. So when when you learn about blockchain technology from a payments perspective, you learn about that trust layer. I'm not having to, you know, have an Instagram or a central party control how much you make or what you can post, etc. We right. wanna be the transfer. Yeah, we wanna be the third party that almost feels like there's no third party. So decreasing right. the the barrier between you and your fans and, and allowing you to more effectively monetize and then obviously from there putting in certain uh, privacy guards that allow you to not be ripped off quite honestly and that's part of the reason why we're taking so much time to build with so much nuance and diligence and all that other stuff because we're an app that's built quite honestly by creators for creators and you know me and solo both being a former division one athletes obviously him going pro on wall street myself going pro in the in terms of basketball um yeah we, we try to satisfy both worlds wall street professional entertainers myself such as yourself as well
0: okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you
3: Because we do Wave. Would it affect like getting subscriptions on Wave if we did? No, because we can specifically make Galaxy for what we can't put on Wave. We can't have somebody call us on Wave. We can't have somebody say, I want a birthday card, write me a personal note. We can't do any of that on Wave. We can only strictly post videos.
1: It's quite different in that like when you think about the advantages of blockchain and and stuff like we've been speaking about is ultimately we want to make that stuff things that you don't have to think about. Like I don't have to explain to you how blockchain works free to use blockchain technology. And yeah, because I don't even like, know
3: what you're saying right now. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like, exactly. what? I'm like but,
1: but the beauty is is like in general, Galaxy, regardless outside of it too, like what needs to happen in crypto and you know in blockchain in general in terms of the educational aspects of it is that we need to be able to like create technologies that are easy to use, right? right. Palatable. When you open your MacBook computer, I promise you, no one here knows how it works but it just works. Right? Yeah. Like, can I just that's,
3: say something really quick? I had to Google the other day, how to make my computer not go dark after five minutes. It took me like, how do, how do I not know how to do that on my <laughs> own computer? I had to Google she it. She was stressed.
2: <laughs> the, good, hey, the good thing about Googling YouTube is obviously that you can find it. Every answer in the there. world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. easy world. to use, right? Yeah. And you don't know why it works. You don't know why it returned mm-hmm. that, but no. it just works. So that's mm-hmm. a perfect analogy to, to blockchain, right? Like we want to build something that is easy to use, effective, helps you guys monetize yourselves. Um, whether or not you know how now yeah. we want to build the tools so that you can learn so yeah. that you are well versed because we don't want to keep the information from anybody but if you don't want to go down that path i mean nobody really knows how youtube or google works no right but we use it every day yeah. and and we use it effectively to either learn something or search something mm-hmm.
3: etc and we don't even understand i've been using we've been do, doing youtube forever and i to this day couldn't even tell you how they pay us Problem, but it's terrible.
1: The good thing is, I guess you could go to the one person that you know—it's YouTube. Like You know who's dictating how you're getting paid. Yeah. Like, that's the problem with like the creator economy as it's currently structured. Is everyone wants to tell you how much your time is worth? Whereas, like now, like when you think about blockchain and like decentralized universal like applications of the technology, is like ultimately we want to make it so that you guys as creators are able to like put a price on your value
3: yeah. of, of your yeah. time instead like, of right? someone else doing yeah. it. For exactly. Some, yeah, exactly. Yeah, somebody deciding that. The video that took me five hours to edit and two hours to film only makes me a thousand bucks over a span of three months. Exactly. So
2: so curiously, obviously, you talked about editing videos and and what it takes to go into YouTube. I'm sure in a much smaller way, it's kind of what you, or the effort you put into Instagram. I know, I think your biggest fan base is actually Facebook. How do you operate these different platforms and cater to your fans? We don't really
3: use Facebook, which is really terrible because that's where our our largest platform is. Yeah. I didn't even even know. We didn't even realize I got hacked in my Instagram and I was like trying desperately every avenue to get it back because they don't have any human beings working for them. Mm -hmm. And I went on my Facebook because I watched on YouTube, um, this like kind of like cheat way where you can get in touch with like a human being. So I went on Facebook and I looked at Gabby and go, girl, we have four point four (laughs) million followers. We just found this out in January like not a clue. we, we have no been idea using it for years. do they pay you at all no like does no. Facebook we don't know pay we, you? we don't, like, we don't honestly, know how to use like monetization yeah like that. we honestly i'm telling you we like should be heavily in our bag yeah and we're just Absolutely. not we also need we need like agents and stuff we don't have a manager Yeah, we don't have a we've an never agent. Had, like after we did all this reality TV we never had a team yeah and i'm not going to lie danny was very difficult to work with like there's a few people that we tried to work with, and they were like, "We and can't." Those aren't just people we should have ever worked with. So you're welcome. <laughs> oh God. Anyways, we never had a the team. The good news
2: is Solo has the temperament to deal with Danny. <laughs>
3: yeah, 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 for sure. I'm yeah. actually really laid back
2: now. Really? Could have fooled really me. Really horrible. Hey, new money by CoinDesk. We're hearing all this new information right here. We're obviously learning how to monetize our trap liquidity, intellectual property, social media stats, etc. And we've also learned. That Danny apparently is mellow now. Do we believe it?
3: <laughs> no. Yes. I don't. <laughs> no.
2: But apparently, something might. There's 4.4 4 million followers there. You know look
3: like more mellow, Gabby. Like, you're full of You sh- <laughs> saw that? I stopped nah, it. I was like, it's sh-
2: perfectly fine. Remember, this is new money on This again. We try not to swear if there is a bleep <laughs> or two. We'll roll with it. It's okay because we want authenticity. What we won't have is obviously bleeps every other word, but they've been doing a great job. So, so far. Good. I will Can we say, give a so, more, good. so good. We've been
3: so good. I will say this. So, we met you guys like a few months ago with the whole Miami thing. And I will say I need to be around more people like you because yeah. I feel like when you're not around people like yourselves, you can't grow. I hate to say it. Or like, have the, uh, the fuel to, to level up yeah. I do believe that if you're around people in like a low vibration or that are just not motivated, yeah. you will find you yourself will kind of stuck, like yeah. stumped. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I do enjoy being around people like you because yeah. I'm like, okay, I have no idea what you guys are doing. But I'm yeah. like, if you're successful and you're successful and we can all be successful yeah. helping each other, then I'm with it.
2: And well, to that point, we've never like, had a team. Nah, and to that point, like, Solo is one of the brightest minds that I've ever met in my life, right? He uh, graduated from Wharton Business School, one of the most prestigious universities, sections of a university in the country and well, really in the world. I'm obviously younger than me, is leading us into the future, has just as good an understanding of blockchain as I do. So, to your point of surrounding yourself about People that are just smart, if not smarter than you, I hang out with him every day, and he teaches me consistently. So
3: we've been trying to hang out with Solo every day. Yeah. Hey. So, Soul okay. a busy man. He, hey, he's he disappeared. <laughs>
2: hey, I know he encourages people for business. He's kind of a hermit in that manner sometimes. That Very focused. focused. So he's a Wall Street shark. So uh, you need to socialize more.
3: Question though. So on got? Galaxy, like for me, I know Gabby thinks some of my ideas are really dumb. But I've had some like really brilliant ideas and I've never known how to like, for instance, I have the story time on YouTube where I like hooked up with this guy one time and I got him a thank you for the beep box and it was like a gift for every day of the the week. Thank you for the eggplant. Eggplant emoji box. And it was a gift for every day of the week. Okay. And I told Gabby, I bought the URL for thank you for a beep box and thank you for the beep. And I was like, I think that I should do like the bag of beeps idea and do... Thank you for the, the, it's so hard to censor this. Thank you for the- Thank you for the eggplant. Thank you for the eggplant. Thank you for the eggplant boxes. Well, maybe I can sell those on Galaxy, right? Can I do
2: something like that? I think we would definitely have to build a toolkit for- the beatbox
3: but beatbox. We'll I'm, call it beatbox. I'm still
2: not i'm still a little bit unsure or unclear
3: <laughs> of the story
2: i'm not totally lost i'm just saying we'll probably have to build a custom toolkit now
3: <laughs> but what do you mean toolkit if it already comes put together like i already have what the seven gifts are of the week oh you already do yeah i'm gonna do one that's like i'm in love with this man and one if he was whack as hell you send him like a you're so wacky. I just your think that's just it. so like, like oh, like, I mean, if you like, already, almost like a funny like gift. Oh, like if you gift, if yeah, you know? if you already
2: haven't put it together, then yes, this would be a very easy way to communicate with your fans without the extra like
3: tools. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, why not? If we so, can sell calendars, why can't we try it, Danny? I will. I, 1, I think that can make us millions of dollars, bro. I think I, if you want
0: <laughs> really to do, do. whatever, I really do. I just personally,
3: if I was experiencing something with someone, I wouldn't get them a box. I'd be like, what are you getting me?
1: I think from my perspective, like even back to like what you guys were saying about like surrounding yourselves and stuff like that, like right now what we see is there's like a revolution happening amongst people with influence. Owning your own intellectual property, owning your own stuff, owning your own, like your brand is almost the craziest thing at this point that people don't think about. But it is. You put a ton of content out there and like you don't fully own it because you don't get paid off of it. Yeah. I think what blockchain allows and, and, and the stuff that we've seen and having a lot of different guests on the show is that people have had new avenues to be able to like, start looking at ways in which they can take ownership of their platform. The whole ethos of blockchain is that like, you know, the YouTube guy in the boardroom can't say, Danny and Gabby are getting paid this in that stuff. We have all these creator platforms coming up and Galaxy being one of them as ways for you guys to really take over and really monetize the way that you guys see fit. Like empowering the individual versus, you know, centralized entities.
3: So I guess my question for you guys is, okay, so when Galaxy launches and we have our page because we're gonna do it together because even if Gabby posts something individually, we split, Yeah, yeah, whatever. How can your platform allow influencers to spread to other people that were already not influencing do you understand what i'm saying like how do we get them like are we gonna do like get together every like couple of months where we do events like this but we can put it out on youtube so people are like well i've never seen this person before but like maybe i'll be interested in her and then they can find us on other social media platforms and then go to our galaxy but how do we expand our galaxy to other people that we aren't. Do we put it so, on our other social media? Yeah, so, yeah, so, so me, but no. I'm just so, saying. what you're gonna
2: have, like like you said, the familiarity of the deep links, right? Like when you post on Instagram, you can click the little toggle, yeah. post to Twitter, Facebook, et cetera. Then, you also, part of the good thing about having an app that's built by us for us, like we've had TikTok people in here with 10 million plus subscribers. We've had Matt Damn. James the Bachelor. We, you know what I'm lot. saying? Obviously, I'm in the NBA and, and some of my other teammates. We'll be at events and things like this, and including our podcast. And so the cross-pollination is a way that everybody can kind of grow their brand and, and create a holistic community because right. it, it's something to, about being in this industry that's just different from other industries, being famous, being glorified. I'm a little bit about that. And probably my last question is, how do you guys deal with that? Being famous, being glorified, and still kind of staying sane.
3: Let me just interject there. Let's, let's go back a couple months to Miami, okay? And I brought this up to you yeah. at dinner last night. You guys at the event. We're at the beach. You guys have the rope. You had little kids crying, crying and screaming, Spencer! <sighs> and I'm like, oh my God. And Please, I'm going to be honest with you. I, no, I'm, I used to love basketball, but my dad ruined my life. That's a whole different story. <laughs> I wanted to be in the WNBA as Danny. Yeah, my I dad, I actually ruined your life. So. You actually. Yeah. So I wanted to be in the WNBA. <laughs> and you're like four feet. And, you know, back home, we're just getting such a, I have to tell you this story because I think maybe you'll enjoy it, but. I was like, we're going to try out for the team. And Danny was like, I don't want to do it. But Dan, my dad was like, yeah, you're both doing it. I'm like, but if she don't want to do it and I want to play ball, why we both have to do it? Yeah. So at the end of tryouts, they picked 10 girls to scrimmage each other. That's how you know you made the team. Yeah. So at the end of the tryouts, they picked 10 girls. I didn't make it. Like, they didn't pick me. And I looked at Danny and I was like, and she was like, it's okay. But then they swapped me out, like a girl out and put me in. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I made the team. I made the team and Danny was all for it. And then my dad told me two weeks later, I'm sorry you didn't make the team, blah blah. blah. He told me like ten years later, I had made the team. But she, so didn't. she didn't. Mm-hmm. Because so they she made didn't go. The executive the decision play, yeah. because she didn't make it to never let me play. And yeah. I never cared. I she That's never true. cared. So I was like, my life could have just gone in a totally different direction. Sure. But we also had a brother who we thought was going to make it to the NBA, and he didn't. And then he made it overseas. Basketball got kind of weird, and we just so. stopped watching it. So we didn't even know who you were. Yeah. Your your girl just hit me up and was like, hey. Yeah would you be interested in this app? And I was like, money? Well, so when, yeah, so yeah. I don't know basketball like I used <laughs> yeah, to, no. so when people are freaking out Definitely. on the beach, that's fame to me. That's fame, that's influence. Well, yeah. well
2: all right, so, so you gotta remember, like every person that does have some fame or influence, it, it all comes down to the community that they that they create, impact exactly. on, Right, and they yeah. create. For me, and I know this always sounds crazy, but typically my sphere of influence is men and, and little boys and stuff like that, because those are the people that wanna play in the NBA or enjoy watching it like when we were on the beach at our previous event it was a lot of kids and freaking like that. out freaking out because you know they can you
3: sign my show exactly, exactly. stop. Exactly. and so
2: you know some some people have this misconception about fame that that's kind of universal but it doesn't always act like that like mine typically is that demographic and because they want to be an nba or they they tour to rcl and want advice or they want to work on their jump shot or whatever it is so you know it's about at the end of the day though that community and the yeah. people that you can impact and so you know, with 4.4, right, is what you said, a million Facebook followers, like, you you guys do have a community. It may not be when you walk down the street, so it may be a little different, but you guys do have people that you can have a true impact on in their lives, and and so, you know, going forward in terms of having those authentic interactions and and monetizing those interactions and having authentic interactions with them, I I feel like it's almost uh, kind of our duty to do such, and and that's part of, like, what this podcast is about is about that educational process as well.
3: Yeah. Like
1: you guys are famous to somebody, right? Like that's the oh, beauty of sure. it. Oh, for sure. Right? Like, like, I, like for sure. Everybody. I,
3: I wouldn't say. Fa- fa- I, feel I don't. Like I more like feel like, like so weird saying that. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't even like going on YouTube and be like, hey, subscribers or fans. I think that's yeah. so weird. I don't like meeting somebody out and saying I just met a fan, but like I'll be at CVS buying. Like one time I was buying something and <laughs> I was like buying it, and someone came running over and I was just holding this box in my hand and they're like, Danny! And I was like, huh! And they were like, I heard your voice from three hours over and I was like, heard my voice, like they heard my mean. voice. Yeah, Our voice right. But I will say to what Spencer was just saying that I feel like if, going back to like my story views the other day, I even told Danny, I'm like, my story views are crazy right now, but I uploaded a pic and got no likes. I'm like, believe it or not, the people that are like watching me and hawking me, but not supporting or liking my stuff, are the ones that are going to, if we have something like Calaxy, that's limited on Galaxy yeah, yeah. and we're selling it, they will buy it. And so, mm-hmm. and just so, to talk bad about just it, to you talk still about paid for it though? exactly. Exactly, yeah. like, they will but be subscribed to our Galaxy. To
2: that point, like that's the beauty of fame, that's also the beauty of the grinds you guys had with Bad Girls Club, et cetera, and also kind of the premise of, once again, new money brought to you by CoinDesk. Our generation with social media and, and what we've been able to build, just in terms of what makes us special individually, or obviously as twins, as a collective, allows us to create jobs that really free us from the traditional nine to five, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I think one thing that you guys are a great example of is being able to trailblaze that path, continue to go down and work and find new avenues to do things, not just as an individual, but as a collective and as a family. And so, you know, when we're taking lessons away from this show and and educating people, like being able to work with family, make money in, in a variety of different ways, like it's big time. And so, like I said, for our demographic. Once again, this is New Money brought to you by Coindesk. I want to thank you to Spencer Dinwiddie with the Victor Twins and my co-founder, Solo Cissé. Thank you again for joining us. Make money with family if you can.
3: Well, this new us, family. I new family. family. Yeah. This
2: is us signing out. Thank you Don't very much. Don't forget about it.